I always make sure my edges, like the corner edge, is well covered in paint. So I'll sometimes bring my brush around the edge. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions, where we're talking about hot topics for the season that'll make a difference to your art. I'm your host, Mary Janelle, joined by my co-host, Sharla Marskalk. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions. Today, I have some surprise Q&A questions for my co-host, Charla Marskalk. Like, they're who, really a surprise. I have Yeah, no they idea. really are a surprise. Now, sometimes um, you might you might be familiar with the fact that sometimes Charla and I have pre-show conversations, which really, we should be recording. But this time, <laughs> she has no clue what I'm going to ask her. And, and honestly... You know, we're, we're calling these summer sessions the hot topics of the season. I don't know if this would be considered a hot topic, but it's definitely a topic that artists talk about. <laughs> and that might mean it's it seems like a boring topic to other people, but we there were three artists together in Charlotte's studio about two weeks ago. We were all in Charlotte's studio filming, and there arose a subject in the studio that I thought, we all love talking about this. We actually keep talking about this. And it ended up being like maybe a good 15 minute conversation about how artists finish the sides of their canvas. <laughs> and what's really interesting to me is that um, I have always felt the need to wrap my painting. And what that means is like, I feel the need that when I'm painting, I need to bring my colors around the side and f like have everything be cohesive around the edge. And Sharla said something that blew my mind. Do you remember what you said to me, Sharla? No. no. You said, no, you really did like complete mind shift for me. You said, that isn't a natural part of the process. And I was like, what? Hang on a sec. No wonder I can't stay in flow when I'm doing that. I, yeah. I have not realized that that painting and wrapping around the edge was actually taking me constantly out of my like flow and zone mm -hmm. because I'd be I'd be having such a good time painting and right in the right in the zone and then I'd be like oh yeah 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 make sure that wraps around the side and then I start doing that in order to get this certain aesthetic and you yeah. you don't paint that way you know tell me your process well when when we were having that conversation i remember liz saying liz ranny was who was in the studio with us that day and she was saying like that she i think i got the i got the impression now if i went back and could replay the conversation maybe she says something a bit, di bit differently but this is how i remember it that she tried doing it like after like she paint the painting and then she would mm -hmm. try to wrap it afterwards and it was like, this is just work. Like it's too much work mm -hmm, to try mm -hmm. and, and do it after the fact. And then you're saying that you were doing it during the fact. Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. probably where I would have made that comment. Well, it's just not a natural part of the process because I have mm -hmm. thought about it a lot because mm -hmm. in photography, when you get a canvas wrap, you always have the um, option to wrap the photo right around or mm -hmm. have the black edge. And when they mm -hmm. wrap the photo, it looks kind of cool because it's a continuation of the photo. Mm -hmm. But it always bugged me because it would take parts of the photo off the front and mm -hmm. then you would be able to see that entire composition on the front. So I didn't even love it as a photographer, but people, other people, the viewers thought it was really cool mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. fun. And maybe mm -hmm. it's like slightly 3D or something maybe yeah. and that creates a little bit of an interest. 
but it all it kind of bugged me as a photographer so as an artist i was like how can i do that as part of the process and it just wasn't it was like you can't see it it's a lot of work Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so what I do is, um, and I've, I don't think I've ever painted it or wrapped it. Um, I just paint my edges black and what I do now, which I didn't always do, but I buy black gesso because it's a matte finish. It's a really nice finish. Mm-hmm. And, um, an art, a local artist called Nikki Balfour was the one who told me that's what she did. And because mm. I was just using like black, buying regular black paint and she's like, well, I use the gesso because of the finish is so nice and it's less distracting and black mm-hmm. gesso is really black and mm-hmm. the blacker the black, it means that the more light doesn't bounce off of it. Right. Mm. So it almost becomes like a barrier to everything else that's around it. You know, it becomes like a, a boundary point for your eye mm-hmm. maybe so that's like a border so it doesn't go off onto something else that's, that's how mm-hmm. I look at it in my own head um, yeah. so I really love a black matte gesso edge because it's like and so a really do you finish do you do this at the end after you've painted your piece you then paint it black or do you start with a black edge I paint it after um, okay because you'll it always drips one way or another out around the right. edges now, something I do do when I'm painting is, like, say I'm painting a black or a, a blue background on the art, I always make sure my edges, like the corner edge, is well covered in paint. So I'll sometimes bring my brush around the edge just to make mm-hmm. sure the edge is painted because sometimes if you've, like, if you're painting a low key, like dark blue painting, and you go to paint your black edge, there can be this awkward white space that you haven't painted mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And if you bring the black too far around to the front, it can mess with the front of your canvas. So yes. when I'm painting, I do make sure I bring it over the corner, you know, that corner mm-hmm. that makes the transition from the front to the side. I always bring the paint around so that I don't have to bring the black too far into the front. So I guess there's then, a little bit of an art form to Yeah, absolutely. And even if this isn't a hot topic, I think it's a very valuable topic. I think every yeah. artist has wondered, what do I do with those edges? And we're mm-hmm. all trying to find our style and what we think works and what looks good on the wall too. Because I love a nice wrapped edge. As you said, in photography, it's so classy, but it takes away from the photograph. Um, it takes, mm-hmm. you know, that two inches off the sides. And then as a painter, I've, you know, I've tried to bring the piece around, but I find it interrupts my flow. Um, but just as a, I guess, a practical tip, what do you paint the edges with? Are you using a paintbrush and then like keeping a really straight line or can you roller? <laughs> can you like get a little roller and like <laughs> and just be done or like what's the process there well I use a brush my work is often really textured and if I'm um, intentionally texturing it I'll often really like my edges to be very textured and thick so sometimes what that will look like is the texture you know you've got the edge of the paint the texture will actually like come out over that edge a little bit so if I use a roller would never work because there's just too much texture that's coming out around the edge so I use a paintbrush and I use a very flat, thin paintbrush that creates a nice sharp edge. And gesso is also a little bit, like, because I use heavy body paints, gesso mm-hmm. is a thinner paint. So I, I'm often wetting my brush so that that paint stays really liquidy but doesn't go transparent. And mm-hmm. so it can create a sharp edge. 
And okay. I also don't create uh, paint my edges the same day as I paint my work. I usually leave them, like, honestly, I just leave them until I have a show. And then when I have a show, mm -hmm. I'm like, crap, I have 10, 10 pieces that need <laughs> edges painted, which really yeah. takes all day by the time you get it all, especially if they're big. Um, yeah. So I do, it would be ideal to probably do that at the end of your painting so they're always completed and they're finished mm -hmm. but usually you can tell if one of my pieces hasn't been in a show because their edges aren't painted <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be the yeah. giveaway um, so another question that I hear a lot of bold school community members ask you is if you varnish your paintings Oh, varnish. See, this is a controversial topic right there. Oh, well, let's just keep it. We got to keep it short today for the summer sessions, but just, just the nutshell of, um, you know, how Charlotte feels about varnish. This is how I work. feel. <laughs> yeah, because it's controversial. <laughs> yeah. This is just maybe. Um, well, I used to varnish them when I first started. I was terrified I was going to do something wrong. And if I was going to be a professional artist, then I had to do everything exactly right but there's not a lot of right ways. Well, no, there are right ways, but there's usually mm -hmm. a variety of right ways. Mm -hmm. And so I was always taking the time to varnish my work. And I, so, so there is a couple of reasons to varnish your work. If you're using, um, I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead, but I started realizing that sometimes I would use matte paints and sometimes I would be using glossy paints. And mm. depending if I was using like a gel medium to mix in and I wasn't paying attention mm -hmm. to what I was doing and then if you use a fl these fluorescent paints, like these super neon paints that Golden has now, mm -hmm. um, they have a different glean to them. Is that the right mm -hmm. word? Um, yeah. So by yeah. varnishing your work, you can just create a surface that's, you know, get rid of all of those different surfaces, which mm -hmm. is definitely a reason to varnish your work. Other than what people think is the typical reason to varnish your work is to give it um, like archival quality. So there's a couple of different ways to look at it. I was always varnishing my work, but what I was realizing was that the advice I was getting was I was varnishing my work with the um, varnishes that had the same properties as acrylic paint. And like mm. some, I think there was one guy was talking about like a, a watered down version of a medium or something. I can't even remember because it was so long ago. And then I just, I, I heard probably somebody on a podcast say, your varnishes are made out of the same thing that acrylic paint is made out of and acrylic paint is very durable and light safe and it's just mm. the way it's made now it's, mm -hmm. it's almost like nothing can harm it like mm -hmm. i'm not too um careful when i'm moving my work because it takes a lot to damage an acrylic surface now i have mm -hmm. done it so i wouldn't mm -hmm. say throw your work around but um it's very durable and so I actually stopped varnishing my work because it was another step and it was a time consuming step that irritated me and I wanted <laughs> the easy way out. So I stopped varnishing my work, but I know I've talked to people who still talk about life, uh, light safeness, I guess, like the life of your mm -hmm. artwork. If you're putting it in front of the sun and the sun is blasting on it every single day, there is a possibility that in a hundred years that work will have faded even an mm -hmm. acrylic piece and varnishing a lot of the time is to to protect the colors so that they stay vibrant mm -hmm. um so I, that's as much as i know about the topic i don't have a lot more knowledge on mm -hmm. it to share but mm -hmm. um, no that's excellent both of these um 
tips that you've shared today about finishing the sides, how you finish the sides of your canvas and even your approach to varnishing is really helpful because I know every artist has to make those decisions for themselves of how they're going to paint the sides and how they're going to finish with a, you know some sort of top coat or not. And so I appreciate you sharing with us here on the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions. And I hope that all the watchers and listeners will make sure to get on our newsletter. You can find that at boldschool.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Bold School Inc. And right here on YouTube on the Bold School channel. And until next time, keep creating.